Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Guess who's back? Ben's back. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Yeah. All right. Before we go into all the details of his wedding and his honeymoon, Mm -hmm. we want to give the batch brack rule of the week so that we don't forget. Because, I mean, wow, we have like so much like juicy stuff about to come our way that like, you know, we don't don't want to get caught up in it. Okay. Batch bracket rule of the week um, for week eight, which is December 7th, is plus 10. 
When a contestant says that they want to slash can see themselves starting to have a family slash having kids with Michelle. All right. You're you're not going to get, I mean, there's only four left. So yeah, they're all going to say that. I, I would think that everybody well, gets a point. There's three left at that point, right? Yeah. Everybody wins. Remember that okay. Game? Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Ben's back and Ben, Easton and I, of course, talked about your beautiful wedding and how perfect the ceremony was and how beautiful your bride was and how great it was to see everyone and mm. how everything was just set up so nicely. And like, there's just so much love and warmth in the air. Uh, give it to us from your perspective. Like, was the day, did the day turn out exactly the way that you wanted it to? Well, a lot of that is going to be, be dependent on you. Um, and, and I'll explain why. <laughs> what? So, I'll explain why. So when Jessica and I planned this wedding, the hope of this wedding was that we knew we would have the most fun no matter what, right? We would have a great time. It was going to be our special day. Like we were marrying each other. We were ready for this moment. But everything that we decided on details or how it was going to be set up was dependent on we would have even more fun if everybody else had fun. Like we wanted it to feel like a celebration. And so and before I go into the details of that day and kind of what that felt like to us, do you mind answering the question? Is on like I want you to do it honestly? Do you did you have a good time at this wedding? Oh my god, we had a blast! It was great. It truly was a big celebration feel. We had so much fun. I can't imagine it being better. Well, that makes me happy because then yes, it was a success. And we, I mean, I don't know if anybody would tell us they didn't have a good time when it's your own wedding. Um, but so far the responses have been really positive. And one of the ways we did this was, you know, we didn't do a sit down dinner. We did, um, food stands, uh, not only because it's a lot more COVID safe, but also, uh, because it just, it, we didn't want to stop the party. As soon as the mm-hmm. ceremony was over, we, we wanted the party to start and we did that. Yeah. There was no lull. No lull. Like you, no, no, you didn't have like any, there wasn't any cocktail hour so like there was no break in the festivity feel no you walk into the reception and the party starts so a couple things that happened that nobody knows yet um we had an incredible opportunity uh jessica's favorite song uh with her father is cinderella um and that is a song that so many people uh dance to at their wedding uh it's something that you know, for Jessica, uh, her dad and her danced to it as they were children. And they had the original artist, um, Michael W. Smith. He recorded a video because he couldn't be there at the wedding, a video for Jessica and her dad to dance to at the, at the reception, which I didn't know was happening. And it rocked like oh that's so cute to know the backstory yeah so that was the original writer michael w smith um you'd look up michael w smith cinderella song and it would come up and so he recorded a, a lot not a live he recorded a video of him singing it i thought it turned out awesome my mom and i danced to ben rector um extraordinary magic um and I thought those two, that was like two very special moments. Her dad loves Mm -hmm. her a ton. She loves her dad a ton. Uh, And he's been very supportive through this whole thing for this wedding. Uh, And to see them dance together was really special. And then to have my mom and I dance together who, you know, 
is very we're very close who i love dearly um who's a friend who's a mentor everything to me just be able to have that 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 might be outside of the ceremony my favorite parts of weddings just those little private moments where you can see parents you know gladfully joyfully pass their kids off and say you guys go try this thing now um see this takes you my favorite part of your wedding was your vows um her walking down the aisle and just like the the tent was so like well lit at that point and that's mm. one of the nice things about the sun setting so yeah. early is like it really it, it wasn't candlelight but it felt like candlelight and I'm like looking over people trying to see your face. I got little glimpses. And of course, like seeing your face watching her was the was one of my favorite parts. And then I loved the rehearsal dinner with all the speeches, particularly both sets of parents' speeches were just they were wonderful. They had such great stories and they're just there's they were everything you'd imagine. Ben Higgins, a Ben Higgins wedding uh speech to be like you know even though you were the one giving yeah. that giving it like it was like you all over it just like warm and wonderful and <laughs> hey ben's not perfect but he tries really hard he really <laughs> your dad yeah i love no i said no, i said the line was ben's not perfect but he tries really hard and i was like that's perfect <laughs> that's all i need he just he just tries well Ashley, you know, you were the only person from the Bachelor world at the rehearsal. Um, but we shared cool. a lot of life together now. I mean, we've been doing this podcast together for so many years. Um, we've seen a lot of ups and downs, you know, through relationship, through life, through struggles, through, mm -hmm. you know, wondering where this goes. So that was special to have you there. And uh, it was oh, really special well, to have Jared fly from Cancun to, be there. to to even be at the wedding because that was not easy. And uh, it just meant a lot to see him. But yeah, so the wedding itself was wonderful uh, at every level for us. I mean, it's it's such an amazing day uh, full of celebration leading up to it. even the weekend ahead. We got to, you know, obviously have the rehearsal, which was beautiful and, um, and so, so intimate. And then I got to have all of my buddies uh, stay at the venue. There was a, a separate house at Cherokee Docks where we got married, where they got to stay with me and kind of celebrate with me and send me off well. Um, the venue was perfect. Cherokee Docks and uh, and just north of Nashville, Tennessee, was the best venue I could have thought of. Uh, and then the Jordan Kahn Orchestra, well, the Taylor Pace Band, uh, was the band that played. And Taylor Pace and his crew, I mean, Ashley, come on. Are they not one of the you, best bands you you've ever heard? We had Jordan Kahn. You too. had Jordan Kahn, I know. Yeah, yeah. And they're both, they're, oh, they're, the they whole can't suite go wrong. is incredible. Yes, they're they're amazing. They had they're people like dancing for five hours. Five hours, yeah. people were dancing. Um, but the ceremony. So the, the details of the ceremony were this: we had three officiants, each one of them from different stages in our life, which I really liked. And the way that you did it really worked. It wasn't weird to have three different ones. Really good. Not at all. It was her family's pastor that started because mm -hmm. we wanted. Um, her dad, Jay, to be able to send off Jessica to his friend, like standing Aww. up there. And then Aww. after that was a buddy of mine named Chad Brueggemann, who was a pastor out here in Denver for years. He no longer lives here, but he's stayed a, a tremendous friend of mine and has had a huge impact in Jessica and I's relationship. And then the final one was Denny Wilson, who's from Warsaw, who was my pastor growing up <clears throat> and also uh, one of my parents' best friends. And mm -hmm. so 
it, it worked. We didn't know if it would. We just knew we wanted them involved. And if it didn't work, it didn't work. But we wanted them all involved and it and it did work. Um, I was I was very composed, uh, I thought, up until the moment where Jessica did her vows and she ended it with a lifetime with you wouldn't be long enough. And I mm-hmm. lost it. Like it just to have somebody look across at you and tell you that mm-hmm. and mean it, I know from the depths of her soul is something so incredible. Like to have another human look at you and say, I love you and I like you so much that the rest of my life is not long enough with you. Mm-hmm. Um, really like took my, like it took, it took everything out of me. Like it just did. It just sucked. Like it was like, I was filled at that moment. I felt like I was, I was filling up with something whole brand new. I've loved her and Aww. I've loved her for a long time. And I know she loved me and you know, we've been sharing life together for years now, but there was something about that moment in particular that, that hit hard for me. It did. Um, so then I did my vows. Uh, I was able to keep it together. Um, I had written them, you know, off and on for the last couple of months and they've changed a little bit as time's gone on and as th- different things have happened. Uh, but I really, in those, I, people at the wedding were like, how, how did you go about writing your vows? And then really how I did it was this, that I thought, okay, what, uh, does the I want to write it in three sections. What does the world think of Jessica? Like, how can I in this moment in front of so many friends and family tell her how she's seen and how people feel about her? And then also the next section was, what does Jessica do for me as a man? Like, what does she do for me in our partnership? And then the final was, what are we going to do together? Uh, and what can I do for her? And I told her before the week before the wedding, I'm not going to make many promises in my vows. Because I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep all of them. Some of them I am, um, but I'm not going to get up there and say, "Hey, I'm always going to be happy," or "Hey, I'm always going to stand by your side." Because I don't know, I might get weak and fail and fail her at some level. So I really want to communicate to her that I'm going to do my best to be her best partner possible. That I'm going to love her with everything I got. Um, that, yeah, a lifetime with her is not long enough either. And, um. It was special. The vows are something that I'll never forget, looking at her and being able to do that. And then looking out at the crowd and seeing people from the bachelor world, people from my childhood, uh, people from my my first job in Denver, family and friends, uh, grandparents, um, sitting out there in this beautiful tent uh, that we got married in. Um, I don't know, for those that get married or for those who have this moment, like it, it's something super sacred. And, uh, and I think that's, I don't know, there's, there's, there's not many words you can put behind that feeling of just being, feel, fe- feeling so supported. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know I've told you this, but it's like unfortunate that you'll never get all those people mm. in a room together ever again. I know. I know. But that's why mm. also we wanted them dancing and celebrating because if we're going to get them yeah. in one room once, we want them to celebrate. Like this yeah. is a celebration. We want to make that very clear. This is a great thing. This is. This is not, you know, just can I losing our lives. In fact, uh, my freedoms and my ability to dream has gotten greater when Jessica's in my life. And I hope she would say the same thing. And so we wanted this to be a celebration because if you're going to have everybody there once, let's make magic happen. And I'm telling you, Ashley can attest, for five hours, people danced. Five hours yeah. straight, people were dancing and drinking and eating and celebrating um, we didn't get to say hi to everybody and we definitely didn't get to have any intimate conversations with anybody there. Um, 
But hopefully as our life continues, those people will still be around for us to have those conversations with, just not in a room full of people that we would love to be talking to. So you had 400 people there. Yeah. You didn't get to say hi to everyone. Are you still happy that you had such a big wedding? I am. I am. Okay. Because there's still even people that I wish we could have invited that we, we didn't get to. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think there's pros and cons. The cons are that, yeah, you don't. But even if we had 50 people there, we wouldn't be I able didn't. To, yeah. I mean, I had 185 and I didn't say hi to half of them because Jared and I did a thing where it was you go say hi to your side. I'll say hi to my side. If I haven't met the people on your side, today is not the day for me to meet them. Mm-mm. It's not because it's hard to talk. It's hard to, mm-hmm. to dig in because there's always somebody pulling you in a different direction too. Mm-hmm. And one thing I promised Jessica was if we had a big wedding, I would make sure that we got time to dance together. And so, right. you know, the, at s- some point in time, we said, we're, we're going to go dance together. We're going to get up and just have fun. And we did. And so unfortunately, like, yes, yeah, some people we didn't get to say hi to. But again, I hope that it, as life moves on now outside the wedding, we see those people and we can talk to them about our wedding. We can talk to them about life. We can catch up with them. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't matter the size. We weren't going to be able to say hi to everybody anyways. Hey, how about that garter toss talking about a moment that you guys had together on the dance floor? Ooh, was that good? <laughs> oh my gosh. We didn't do that. And it is, it was so funny to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me go how up did the you dress. Feel? Like, yeah. Like, how did you feel doing that in front of everyone? Well, Jessica knew this. Um, I wasn't like thrilled about it. Like, oh, I was really? just, well, I was nervous about, you know, it just looks funny. Like you're sticking did your head. Did you want to do it for traditional sake? Well, I, I wanted to do it. There wasn't okay. that. I just was like anxious about the idea of like, Hey, I'm putting my head up her yeah, wedding dress yeah. in front of 400 of her friends and family. Like, that's uh that's a very intimate moment and <laughs> and so well, finally i just decided maybe it was like one one shot of tequila or something i just said i'm just gonna do it like there's no like just go after it and so i did i went up and i grabbed it with my teeth because i've seen that done before i've never been taught <laughs> on how to do it i ripped it off and then i flung it in the back but yes it feels weird like i mean i don't know if i'll <laughs> ever get to the age my you know my parents are pretty open like about like their like romance like they joke about it they laugh about it it's always been something i've grown up with like they don't shy away from it and so mm-hmm. i you know i'm i guess am very comfortable like joking about that because you're you're married that happens yeah um yeah. but it, i don't know if i'll ever get to the age where i feel super comfortable like with physical intimacy in front of friends and family like i just right. don't know like beyond like a little kiss yeah. like kissing. Yeah. yeah like i'm not trying to get hot and heavy in a room full of people no. ever or talk in detail yeah parents yeah, yeah there's some people who talk about sex with their parents so openly and i'm like i will never be like that just the fact that we talked about like conception and the day <laughs> it may have happened was just far enough yeah. but i definitely am not as at all closed off as some of these guys on the bachelorette episode were which like they didn't talk they don't talk to their par- parents about romance or feelings at all no and i, I mean I've, that was shocking to me shocking i mean you know my to the par- extent to extent like my parents didn't know every date i had in college they didn't know every person that i've hung out with uh they didn't know you know always even like some of my most m- massive like heartbreaks you know, they were there for some of them, like ironically, just like randomly in the same place as I was when I got them. And even then, you know, I didn't go into detail with them, but I, I mean, usually there's just like one or two people that I would, 
And your parents have this thing where like, they're so protective of you. Like they're obviously going to choose your side in most things. Yeah. Most parents would that, you know, you want them to love on you. You want them to be there. Um, but like sharing the details of the good and the bad doesn't always feel helpful because they're going to come at it from one angle and that's, you know, in support of you. And so, yeah. Unless, unless you're Jared, (laughs) they're like, do you tell him how wonderful he is? Do you know how lucky you are? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, great. Let's still get, let's get back to the wedding. Um, anything else about the wedding itself that you want to mention before we go on to more of the honeymoon portion? Yeah. I mean, uh, so one thing we did, it was a suggestion from everybody we talked to was, and this is for anybody out there, take a moment and look around it, The ceremony is the best time to do it. Like take a breath, look around it, like take a moment and just soak in all the eyes looking at you and all mm-hmm. the souls and the people that are sitting in your audience. That's a big deal. We did that. Then after the ceremony, we did go and spend 15 to 20 minutes and we just ate together. Um, Nothing else really happened. We just literally sat down and ate and had a drink and just were like, holy cow, it's happening. We're at our wedding. This is going on. And then we walked out uh, into the reception and we danced. Um, Jessica and I danced to a song uh, by Cody Johnson called On My Way to You. Uh, And the the whole reason we chose that is because if you listen to the words, it just talks about this guy um, who has this beautiful girl now in his life and it tells the story of him, all the kisses he's had, all the heartbreaks he's had, all the people he's hurt, all the stupid things he's done uh, have all led him to this amazing human. And that song felt like it matched us. Like, you know, Jessica is about as, um, she's just a great human. <laughs> like her, her, her scars and wounds that she's caused other people and herself are a lot less than mine. And somehow, you know, at the end of it all, I get to marry her. And so that song really felt good to us and it still feels great to us. We still dance to it. Um, and when we, it's, it's always gonna have a special place in our heart. So, uh, that was the wedding. And then after the wedding, we left on a pontoon. Uh, yes. And, uh, and it was a hum- amazing. Uh, Ashley, let me tell you this. So it was a big deal for Jessica's mom to get me a pontoon to leave from because I grew up on a lake and okay. I just love the pontoon. So it's like 1030 at night. We get in this pontoon. It's freezing. So we sit back in the back with the two captains, Captain Trippy and Captain Jesse. And they really don't have any, they're great, like so nice, but they don't have any like sentiment for it being our wedding night. They're just like, talk, okay. they're talking to us about fishing. Uh, <laughs> they're talking and they take a huge lap around the lake, like showing us all the different w- things of the lake, which was awesome. Jess is like, I'm freezing. Can <laughs> yeah. we get off of this? <laughs> She's in her wedding dress, like looking so beautiful, sitting in the back of a pontoon with Trippy and Jesse. And then Trippy and Jesse dropped us off back at the venue, at the mansion, because we actually stayed there, um, oh. which nobody knew because there was, it, you know, this mansion is Reba McIntyre's house three years ago. Yes. It's huge, beautiful. And so we actually stayed in Reba's master bedroom. Um, oh the my night of, God, oh yeah. how cool. It was so cool. That was like the one thing I was curious about. I was yeah. like, what's in that house though? I want to see inside the house. Okay, so you guys stayed it. There was like your honeymoon suite. That's so cool. Okay, the house so is insane. We- Movie theater, arcade, weightlifting room, three-story closet that has like the dry cleaner machine going up it. Three-story yes. closet? Yeah, leading up to her master bedroom. Like insane stuff, Ash. But it's just a 
venue now. Yeah, it's just a venue. Nobody's home. Not a venue, but if anybody's getting married, just a venue, but if anybody's getting married in Nashville, I'm telling you, this place is legit. It was. All right, so before we get into part two mm-hmm. of of the wedding festivities, let's um, take a quick break and let um, the anticipation linger. <laughs> Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Okay, so wedding night. Mm -hmm. Easton and I debated it a little well, we didn't really debate it. We like wondered. We pondered. Okay. Because 50% of couples don't really do anything on their wedding night because like they're so tired. Really? Um, this is like a real stat, or I remember this stat. Okay. Um, I, of course, had to be traditional about it. I was like, I don't care how tired or like, you know, whatever. Yeah, like, whatever's tradition happening. Tradition is tradition. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> um. I'm not going to ask you blatantly, but I'll say when you guys got back to your room, mm -hmm. did you sleep or like did it take a while to sleep? <laughs> I don't know if you could ever say it takes a while, um, but, <laughs> but uh, no, we didn't. Especially after three something yeah, years. <laughs> three years. Um, no, we didn't sleep, um, but it was really fun. Like we had a, so this is what happened. Uh, we went back, um, went upstairs. Uh, and then um, we weren't tired yet. Like, our adrenaline was so high. Well, there's that, too. That's why, like, I don't really know if no. I buy the whole, like, you're tired thing. If you're tired, then maybe you, like, went to, like, an after party with, like, friends and you got yeah. back at three. That might I be don't it. know. But yeah. I, I, I did not feel tired. No. Did you notice that we closed our wedding down at 1030 because Jessica and I are like, I don't care if it's our wedding or not. When 11 o'clock rolls around, we're done with the day. <laughs> Oh, totally. I mean, you and I have similar mentalities on that. I think Jared and I were out because it was like 1130, but I was like, I'm not hanging out with anybody afterward. It no. is a, it is our wedding night. Yeah. That's, and we <laughs> You're were going to oh, yeah. carry me across the threshold. That, did you carry her? Uh, uh, I, I did carry her. I actually carried her upstairs. I did do That's good of me. And I had a bad knee. Um, actually, I didn't <gasps> carry her up the stairs. You her with the knee. I carried her in the bedroom. She, picked her light up. as a feather though. Yeah. She's a tiny little girl. <laughs> Um, and then we went down to the kitchen because here's here's the dream, Ash. So once everything was done, um, we went downstairs, uh, and the catering company had filled up the refrigerator in the in the house 
with all of the leftover pizza and cheeseburgers, not knowing. And so Jessica and I loaded up. We, (laughs) we microwaved everything available. We opened up another bottle of wine, had a drink, um, and just sat in this massive house with just the two of us. And we're like, we're married and like, we're a couple and now we're connected in a way we haven't ever been. And it was just really like, it was a really fun evening. And we stayed up probably till one thirty, talking and eating and drinking and laughing. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a special night. I would say I'm shocked that 50% of the couples go to bed. Uh, I want to look back on our wedding night and at least like have it as a marker uh, for our relationship, but also... I'd recommend doing something fun too. Like without, you know, if you can get away from the crowds for a bit, like just like us eating at that kitchen table together mm-hmm. afterwards will be something we remember forever, like forever yeah. and ever. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then you left for your honeymoon mm-hmm. to St. Bart's. Yep. How would you say St. Bart's not St. Barth's? It's St. Uh, Bartholomew is the okay. island. Um, it's best known as St. Bart's, but I'm sure people out okay. there are like St. Bartholomew. So um, we ended up going back to her parents' house the next day. So we helped load up the cars. Uh, her family had stayed up near the venue that night. And then we went back to her house and my parents and her extended family, because she has an Italian family that's massive. We all had like a late brunch at her parents' house and then just watched football. I was exhausted. Um, no, that's nice. And we, you know, we got a co- our COVID test done that day for our flight the next day. And then we went to bed early and we rested because we had an early flight. We left at like six o'clock in the morning out of Nashville to go to St. Bart's uh, and start a honeymoon, which Ashley, I'm telling you, St. Bart's is unlike any island in the Caribbean. So, you know, most of the time you go to a Caribbean island and, and some of the stuff I love most about a Caribbean island is you go and you get a, a cheeseburger and a fish sandwich and you sit on the beach. Well, St. Bart's is set up to be like this very fancy place with like Michelin star restaurants, five-star resorts, Ooh, huge yeah. houses. That's why you always hear all these celebrities going to yeah. St. Bart's. I mean, it's so different. But my favorite part of the honeymoon outside of the obvious um, was... <laughs> was there like supposed to be a wink there? <laughs> yeah, nice wink. Um, was we stayed at a, a resort called uh, La Barthelemy. Mm-hmm. And it was this beautiful little resort, only like 50 rooms. Uh, we had a little private pool. You walk right of our room onto the beach, and the Ooh. sea turtles were in the bay that our resort was on. And so every day I got to snorkel with sea turtles. Aw, oh, that's so cool. It was so magical. Jessica and I went out snorkeling one day. We saw five sea turtles, and I promise you one of them looked at us and waved. I promise you that. Oh, so finding Nemo. Yeah. What was up with that burger with like the most massive amount of cheese I've ever seen? Yeah. So one of the things you'll find out in St. Bart's is there's nothing, nothing comes cheap. And so this burger was like 38 bucks. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's our honeymoon. So what are you going to do? Yeah. You didn't think about it. Yeah. But we, um, this was at the resort. La Bartholomew had this uh, burger and it was, it's like known for this like, foamy beer cheese jalapeno cheese just like soaking over the burger and i'm telling you it was good and like especially on your honeymoon after you've i guess i didn't watch my weight or you know work out as much because my knee but like 
you know, Jessica was very, very strict on her diet and her exercise plan. And she hadn't drank for two months before the wedding. Uh, so like her devouring a cheeseburger was like heaven for my eyes. Like that's, <laughs> that's all awesome. I wanted to see. Um, <laughs> but we, we just toured the island. We hiked a lot. Uh, we, we took, uh, we went out to incredible dinners every night. Uh, we, you guys uh, hung out at the same, same bar every night. Every night we went back to La Bartholomew and had a espresso martini. Um, mm. one the night we went to an Italian restaurant. Here's a good story. And Jessica, uh, who is so tiny and d- can't handle much alcohol. We had martinis and we shared a <laughs> bottle of wine and she went back and we got an espresso martini and I have a video Did on my phone. Up? She, she didn't, she didn't feel well. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she got, but it was, it was like, you know, I've never seen her do that before in my life. Um, but it, there was something about the honeymoon where it was like, we just wanted to like have no worries. Like we just, and like, it was all in good fun. And yeah, she, she felt awful. Um, but I have these videos on my phone and we have this, like, we have these memories now. I don't know, Ash, there's some, there's something really cool about being married and now having marriage memories. Does it feel different? Everybody yes. kept saying, does it feel different? It feels different. Um, it does. We, you know, we spend a ton of time together in Denver, uh, probably every day of our lives if I'm not traveling. And there's something about now that feels different. And this is how I explained it to somebody before when we were engaged, there was something in my mind that was always saying like, I'm planning this or she's planning this because we're engaged. And now anything we do that's big, we're doing it together as a married couple. Like I'm not thinking five years down the road now, I guess I had a little bit of this when we were engaged. But now Mm -hmm. when I think five years down the road, I know she's going to be there. Like, I know she's going to be my side. Like, we, ha- we, we, are, we are in it. And so we're making these decisions together. We're going through life together. We're living together and frolicking together. And, you know, when I go on vacation now, I want her there because I want my friend there. I want my lover there. Like, I want her with me. And so it does feel different. Um, and, and, you, you know, and, and I think it always will. Speaking about living together, mm-hmm. were you still, n- you were not living in that house that you're recording from technically, were you? Off and on, um, at okay. the end of it. So I had, uh, I've had renters come into my other house. And so I had to pick up and go, but I wasn't home. So for the last, you know, really after my surgery, we had my parents mm-hmm. um, out here. And then uh, Jessica was gone. She was in Nashville pretty much pre- preparing for this wedding. So not really, um, but kind mm-hmm. of. I, if we're like, hey, we'd never like, I never was like living at this house. I got most of my stuff here. Uh, okay. All of my stuff here, I guess. Um, because the renters had moved in. So yeah, pretty much. I can't, I can't say it wasn't like a, a, a sl- it was a slow transition, but mm-hmm. it, was a, it was necessary. I, I don't know what else we could have done um, as we were like leaving for the last three weeks, just, right. you know, with two mortgages. So yeah, we yeah. had to. Okay, my last question. Yeah. Do you have any like post wedding, post honeymoon depression about it all being over? Yeah, I do. Um, I do. I, I it would be great if we could have that all the time. And mm-hmm. I want people that came there to our wedding to know just how much it meant to us. And we talk about it still every night. And it's weird that it's over um because there's so much prep and planning going on. Yeah, I would say a hundred percent. I didn't think I would. I 
was really thinking that like I wanted Jessica to have the best, most beautiful wedding of her life, but I ended up having some of the most fun of my life. And so, yeah, I'm sad that that night is over. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I am. When I say that, like you live through memories, like you really do. Yeah. Like sometimes I can just like almost feel like I'm there again and you'll look at pictures and videos and all that. Obviously it's not the same, but it's not the same. It's one of the most vivid mo- memories you'll ever have. I would, I would, I would have to say it is at this point. It always will be. But then even this Ash, um, and we can close up here because we talked a lot about me and it, Jess and I, and um, you know we just decorated our Christmas tree. We went got a Christmas oh, tree. Oh, I did want to talk about that. Yeah, for the for our first one ever. We never did it when we were dating um, because we weren't in the same place. So we went down. We got a permit. Uh, State of Colorado gives these permits out to go into like over uh pot you know tree populated areas and cut down a tree because it helps deforestation and it helps wildfires so we did that we got really overzealous we picked a massive tree that i'm looking at right now um on not on purpose just because it was beautiful and then we've decorated the last two nights and i put christmas lights out around our house um i've never done that in my life and so i, I you know i'm feeling very married that's like such a nice cool time to get married such a cozy time of year it is it is but there is one story that i'd like to share that nobody knows yet oh okay i'm currently struggling with it um (gasps) struggling yeah and if any um people listening have ever done this and have any advice for me please write us um it would mean a lot on our uh, honeymoon, we were snorkeling one day, and I got caught in a shallow area and stepped on a sea urchin, and it is in my foot still. I, I wish I could show you it. Um, there's like probably ten different spikes in my big toe and in my foot, and it's getting really swollen. And I can't tell if they're like pushing out and like trying to leave my body, or if they're just getting like infected. But they hurt like the Dickens. And um, I need advice on how to get them out. They don't even look like splinters or anything. Like they look like you have a little, maybe a little bruising. Yeah, it's like bruising, yeah. and you, but you can see dots where like you can see where where they're at, but it's like so swollen around there. So that didn't ruin our trip, but it definitely didn't help the hiking, which we really wanted to do, and like all of that stuff. I we fought through it. Um, but yeah, if anybody has any advice on what you can do. That would be really helpful. I mean, should you go to the doctor? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that could I be don't good know advice. That doctors like really know <laughs> yeah, I was about what say. to do with sea urgents. That'd be nice. Yeah, maybe that's the advice we'll get. We'll go to the doctor. Well, hey, um, okay. pictures will be posted of the wedding. Um, they're not done yet. Obviously, they're they're getting edited on that stuff. I'll start posting on social media. So for anybody watching, we'll share some with the almost famous family. Uh, it's been super fun leading up to this wedding. Uh, we're now married. Uh, Jessica and I are very happy, and we're very excited to be back. I've missed the podcast. I don't like getting on Instagram and seeing new faces. I mean, it's been a lot of new faces. I've been gone a lot. And so um, we're back, better than ever, um, ready to break down this week's episode of The Bachelorette right after we take a break. <laughs> Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. 
We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. 
to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. We're here with episode seven of Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. We are down to hometowns. Which we say every year, but a little interesting nugget, just for those who haven't been listening. When you get to hometowns, you're actually halfway through the recording of the season. And so the final four actually get a lot of time. Like a month. A month with the lead, where before, you know, you're filtering through. So for us, we're like, this is episode seven. It feels like it's moving so fast. Well, now it slows down when you're within it. And so when you see relationships really start to get stronger after hometowns there's a reason why you're spending a few days a week with them you're going on a bunch of dates with all these people but we're down to hometowns and michelle kicks it off with ashley take it away brandon brandon's hometown um he wants to bring portland to michelle he's just lived there his whole life 27 years and she he takes her to a skateboard rink Wants to get her out of her comfort zone. Um, he loves skateboarding. It's There's like nothing to say about it. It's cute. It's fun. Uh, but the important part is that she gets to meet his family later on that night. And she meets his brother who ends up delaying his, his like deployment with the Navy uh, just to meet Michelle. And then his mom and his dad... And keep in mind that Michelle did meet uh, that that Brandon did get to meet Michelle's parents last week, and she said she they, he passed that test with flying colors. So she was kind of nervous about doing the same with his family. There wasn't like a ton of depth to the conversations. I'd say that um, Michelle loved the fact that she's gonna take on. His dad in basketball, it was fun to be able to talk about something lighthearted like that. Mm -hmm. And then Brandon said to his mom that Michelle is one of the strongest women he's ever met. Um, so like anything that anything that stood out to you here? I mean, I think what stood out to me was and maybe it was just me. Um, and you can disagree with me. I saw a new side of Brandon during this day. Like he felt a lot more relaxed, a lot less let's say polished like he mm -hmm. was he was maybe just even how he was articulating himself like he was just joking around he wasn't you know fumbling for words he was just kind of having a good time with her and I, and I did see that change outside of that and his comfortability with her 
Um, no, I don't think there was anything mind boggling. I don't think there was anything that stood out. I do think if I was to rank her connection with the parents, this would be probably the second best connection with the parents out of any of them. Um, I felt like it wasn't bad. It wasn't good, but I do feel like the parents during this, this segment or this episode of this year, we're just a lot more hesitant than most years. Like you didn't have your bachelor super fan, like parent <laughs> that was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like all the parents felt comfortable. I mean, just to be themselves and they weren't pushing anything too hard. And they were mostly worried about their sons. They were all kind of even keeled. They yeah. all kind of blend in together. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be honest, because nobody really made a big stink. There was nope. no one where you were like, oh, man, I don't want that to be my mother-in-law or father-in-law or anything no. like that. Nobody overly intimidating. The The biggest standout comment or conversation was probably Nate's dad, stepdad, saying that he was probably not ready for an engagement. But we'll get that. We'll get down there. That was a big a hometown. There's a lot there in that meeting. Between the two of them to, to talk about. Um, most most things to say about this episode, I think, fall into that last fourth. Definitely. Yeah. So up next, we have Rodney's hometown date. Uh, Rodney is somebody that it feels like a lot of people in America fall in love with. It's obvious why. he's a, He's been very nice, very charming, very sweet. He's felt mm-hmm. like the underdog all season, even though none of us here believed he was. Ashley, though, when it comes to his hometown date, as we let her find out, it just didn't hit. And why do you believe that? I think it was just that romantic connection, not necessarily being there fully. She definitely liked him as a best friend, definitely like laughing with him. She brought that up on multiple occasions, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the romance wasn't necessarily there for her. And it was really funny because this was one of those times, rare times, where like, actually think that that last scene behind the credits was very telling Mm. and it wasn't just a joking scene i it was written all over her face to me that she was over it when he couldn't get the lines down for their little um chef show yeah their their food show you can see like frustration where i think that if you really were into the person you'd be cracking up alongside with them but she was like no like i want to get this done yeah, there was like, uh, and she was like irritated. And yeah. uh, trust me, Jessica gets irritated with me. But she- oh, and Jared has had moments. Oh, me in- recording an Insta story, an ad on Instagram. Are you kidding me? He's like, are you have done that fifteen times? Yeah. It's not cute anymore. But at this stage in the relationship, probably should maybe still be cute. <laughs> it definitely should be. I do think it was telling. You're right. The, the romantic connection just wasn't there. However, I do believe Rodney still belonged in the top four. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I do believe that he made progress. R- Michelle and Rodney made progress in their relationship. Um, she felt very excited to see him, but it is interesting. Like, during your hometown dates, you have to start asking yourself that question of, Like, who could I possibly get engaged to? Or who do I want to leave this whole thing with? Might be the better way to say that. And when you start asking yourself those questions in the midst of these dates, there is a 
there is a little bit more of a heaviness to it. And maybe when she started asking that sitting across from Rodney, she's just like, I, no, but this isn't it. Like, this isn't my yeah. guy. Um, and maybe she felt that that way about somebody else here. But for Rodney, it was enough for him to, to end up going home. But his hometown date was fine. It was fun. Um, I think that, you know, Rodney is such a lovable, warm character. I don't know exactly where that came from because his I, I expected his family to be very like loud and boisterous and like huggy mm-hmm. and loving. I didn't mm-hmm. felt like that as much. Yeah. But um but it was a it was another kind of fine hometown date and it nothing stood out to me. Nope. I agree. All right. So let's move on to Joe's, which I feel like I have a little bit more to say just yeah. because there was such a lack of conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was silly. The producers must have been like, if that's what the producers were able to get out of them, they must have been struggle bussing for yeah. the couple hours that they were sitting down there just because the guys in the family seem so shy. Well, or do you just think it was lack of interest, confusion? Like, where, where do you think that was coming from? No, I think with Joe's family, it was shyness. Like Joe even said, like, you'll hit it off with Hannah. And Hannah was definitely needed. Mm -hmm. That's the sister-in-law. Was definitely needed there for commentary reasons. Because the brother and the dad just had nothing to contribute. And I don't think that that was in a... And I don't care about this type of yeah. way. I think it was really like, oh my gosh, there are so many cameras and lights. I'm frozen. And plus, I'm talking about emotions and my son's romantic life. Yeah. This is like all a bit out of my comfort zone. Isn't this the date? Isn't Joe and his dad when he asks his dad, dad, do you have anything else? Yeah. And, and he's like, nope, I'm good. No. Yeah, he goes, no. He goes, I know you have to have more questions. He goes, yeah. No, no, no I'm good. I thought it was <laughs> maybe hilarious. I have questions, but I'm not asking them here. Yeah, and you've never—I don't think you've ever met somebody so not nervous about like how they're gonna look. Like it was—he wasn't mean. It wasn't like he was gonna come off as like a villain or like the 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 parent that like ends up starting a podcast af- afterwards because they make a name <laughs> for themselves. He just was like, "I'm good. Like I'm I'm fine <laughs> here. Like I showed up. That's all I need to do. I've said hi to you. I love you, son. But nah." This is it. Totally. All right. Well, to reverse the timeline, they also end up going to prom on this date. There's like a lot of prom themes going on lately, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But this one was kind of cute because they are from the same city and Joe never went to prom. And he remembered from the letter that Michelle shared or the poem, whatever it was. That she fe- she was la- picked last for prom, which that's just, you know, mind-blowing. Um, but that was cute. That was a cute little thing to do. In what does hometown. that mean to be picked last for prom? I didn't really think about like I thought that was a little picked? bit weird. It, it sounds like she made it a sport, but yeah. really, it just means that, like, I guess a lot of people were being asked. And then it was kind of got down to, oh, there's only a few more girls left to ask. I'll ask her. Okay. That makes sense, but... Yeah, it does. I mean, that's... Yeah, maybe I'm confused because it's shocking that Michelle wouldn't be asked to prom. And then also, you know, I don't remember, like, the the timeline of prom, but I never remember who was picked last or first. Or I just thought people asked each other, and then you show up to this big room and everybody's there. I am... Um, Ashley, there's an infatuation right now that The Bachelor has... And The Bachelorette has. Food tasting. Well, no, with Food high school. Food tasting and high school. 
Yeah, and like high school is a great time. Uh, huge impact in our lives. But, you know, but, but like, but, is, yeah. it, is it that <laughs> big of a deal to where like, I mean, every, we've seen it multiple times now, the prom, the high school thing, like, you know, Joe's walking around being, that's where I went to biology at and stuff. It's like, that's cool, but it's high school. Like legit. So glad you said this because it is always fun to go back to your high school and reminisce and be like, look through the window uh-huh. and be like, oh my God, that, my classroom looks so much different now. I can't believe what they've done and the smell of the hallways and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's only cool and nostalgic for you. The, your spouse doesn't give a crap. <laughs> like I took Jared to my high school during COVID because he wanted to run around the track and I'm thinking and reminiscing and this is where I did that. And that's where I did that. It's like, cool, sweet, nice. Yeah. Mm, uh-huh. And he does the kind of the same thing with me. Yeah. But it's just like, you're never going to understand what it feels like for the no. other person. Be a weird date. Like it's just an yeah. odd day. I took Jessica to my old office up here in Colorado a couple weeks ago. I was so excited. We drove over and it's, it's a, <laughs> it's empty right now. The office is empty. So we were looking through the windows and I was like, that's where I did that. And, yeah. That's that. And that was, you know, Tyson's old desk and there's Adam's old desk and Dylan's old desk. And I could tell she was just like, that's awesome. I have yeah, no you have clue. nothing else to say. Yeah, I have no clue what that means. Like, that's that <laughs> sounds great, Ben. Good job. Yeah. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy, <laughs> ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. 
So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. But Joe's date did, uh, I did feel like, uh, for whatever reason... I could tell during that day that Joe and Michelle have something special. Um, she, even in the words that she used to explain him to her fa- to his family, I can tell that Joe at that moment I was gonna, I, it was going to be a shocking exit if he was released on this episode. I just didn't mm-hmm. see it happening because I felt like they do have something good going. There's a lot of depth there, and that feels like even kind of based on their history of chatting a little bit, there obviously is a lot of intrigue still. But that's how I'm going to describe their relationship is it's still at a level of intrigue that it's not quite to where I feel like in two weeks we're going to watch them get engaged. They might leave this thing together, which would be awesome. But I still think it's a lot of curiosity and not as much the love and the connection that sometimes we see on hometowns for our couples that were like, oh, this is it. 
But that's kind of what I, how I feel about all of these guys. Like she keeps talking Fair. about how her connection to them. She like wishes that she had one connection, but now she's blessed with four. And I'm like, yeah, you might have four connections, but like, do you have like four people you can imagine yourself being engaged to, let alone one? I mean, she says yes. Mm -hmm. I don't feel it through the TV, but then again, it's just through the TV. So I, I, yeah, I mean, if I were to say right now, which guys are most into her, I would say Nate. Brandon. I would say Nate, then Brandon, but you would say Brandon, then Nate, right? I'd say Brandon and then Nate. So I think that I, I think Brent, I think Nate is into her and I think she's into him. But he also is like the one that I would worry the most about it lasting long term with. Mm-hmm. I get that. Well, yeah, mostly and we can jump into it now. It's Nate's yeah. hometown date. I mean, that's where this that's where that, you know, comes from. Were you worried about it lasting long time, uh, any amount of time with because his family is nervous about the same thing that they don't know if Nate is ready. Uh, but. Nate starts his day out by wanting to bring a piece of Austin to Minnesota. And so they paddleboard like they would uh, in Austin. It's a very popular thing there uh, that they, you know, kind of had a little picnic like they would at uh, Zucker Park. When Michelle, during this little picnic time, starts asking Nate, who am I meeting and what's it going to be like? You can tell that the emotional comp- you know, openness of Nate and this family is not there. That's not even a bad thing. They just don't have that type of relationship. But you can tell it then. And that's like okay because there's lots of families like that. I don't I don't come from a family like that. I can't imagine having not said I love you and not mm-hmm. talking about emotions and like difficulties and all that. Um but it still seems like they're close despite yes. that. Yes. <laughs> that was close. that was the vibe that I got. So just this date, I just felt like it was really productive for him. I think she kind of said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they don't end up together, this was like a moment that is so important that he had that he had in his life yeah. to be able to say I love you to his stepdad for the first time. Did his dad say it back? They didn't show it, but he said that yeah. he did. Okay. So I guess, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that he was most emotional about the family dynamic as well throughout the night, and less and it was like Michelle was a side note, which again I think is totally okay in this situation. Yeah, it's a lot for your family to go into, uh, and when there are you know when you're being asked to sit your family down and tell them about stuff that you've never talked to them before in this environment with cameras with people, I could see where Nate's mind would go. I have to work on this stuff. And that, like, in order to get to a place where they even can get to mm-hmm. know Michelle and mm-hmm. know Michelle and I's relationship. Yeah, but Michelle definitely left this date with worries, concerns yeah. about it. his readiness. Yeah. Well, mostly because uh, his family told her. Straight like, up said it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you should be worried about this. Like, I don't know if he's ready. Now, it's not necessarily a relationship thing. Just because he's never had a relationship or brought a girl home before, I don't think that's a red flag. She said that she said that's a red flag, but like mm, it's that's debatable. Did Jess ever have a serious relationship before no. you? Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay, not so like same a, here. No, not a real serious one. I think her parents had met a few of the people, but like she was known, she always will say like she was the one date wonder. Like she went yeah. on one date and was done. And so no, she didn't. Um Yeah. 
But that wasn't a red flag because like you knew because she knew herself so well and her yeah. family like she was so comfortable with intimacy and all of that. Uh, yeah, definitely. It wasn't a red flag. I mean, there was things like even when we were dating, she just didn't know like how to progress in the dating yeah. world, which was fine. I used to be like that. I was like, so what's the next step? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> so you, so then like your boyfriend and girlfriend, and it's like, what do you do? Like, yeah. How do you do? You, how do you find things to talk about? <laughs> yeah, that, you just that, keep that's a real each thing. Other? <laughs> yeah. It comes naturally, even though you have no idea that it's going to come naturally. No. So I don't think that's a red flag. I think from all of this, I am most nervous about Nate because of it felt like his family trying to say it without fully saying it as a long-term relationship. We don't know if he's ready, not because he Mm -hmm. hasn't had one, but because of just who he is right now in his life. We don't know if he's ready. And, uh, and that was what worried me most. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. They definitely built it up as if he was going to be on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. But that is not what happened. He got called second. He got called second, um, which you, I don't put too much weight into. Uh, but ended up Rodney's going home. And Rodney was sent home in an emotional exit. One that felt like he was upset and he was hurt. He cared a lot about Michelle. This had to be a great experience for him. As we said a month ago, what our hope was that he would realize he's not the underdog and that he would get some confidence from this thing because I do believe he felt that way and that he would grow and we'd watch it on television. I think we did. I think we saw Rodney grow into a very confident, which he should be, person from the time that he admitted that he didn't feel like he belonged there to the time he got released. Yeah. Yeah. He should definitely, he's going to be one of those people that leaves the show building confidence and that's going to help him in his dating life. Yeah, he's, we're going to see him thrive and at least we hope so. So the sneak peek, uh, the mental all is next. Um, We got to see some guys who caused some controversy during the season come back to the mental all. The bachelor is returning with Clayton. Mm -hmm. We get a little preview. Have they announced this yet, though, outside of this? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, yes, maybe. I have no idea. I have not seen official announcement that Clayton is The Bachelor. I mean, I don't know if they're just not going to or what, but I haven't seen it yet. He still looks super undynamic during his season, but I do have faith that the girls will carry it. We got got some inside information that this season's really good. Um, Yes. I don't know if it's ever going to be said not that it's not good. But we do hear that it's good. Uh, I don't think, I mean, from fan affair, I don't think people are thrilled. I don't think it's because Clayton's a bad dude. I don't think it's because um, I'm not going to really enjoy talking about this podcast. But it's just because I don't think he shined in a captivating way during his time on The Bachelorette. Like, he didn't have his one moment, even. His one Bachelor. They tried with his they exit. tried, they tried, and it still didn't feel genuine to me because I knew that they had to do it. Yeah, I mean, it was like... I even got a DM <clears throat> from somebody who's a listener of the podcast and said, do you think that possibly they recorded that segment after they <laughs> named him The Bachelor? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they had to go... They had to really, really fight for this one because... His, he just didn't have his one moment. Where other guys did this season, they had their one moment that would stand out. He didn't have mm-hmm. it. And 
and I think the fans are confused at how he was chosen so easily. But we're going to wait and watch. Uh, I'm just hoping it's a good season. The Bachelor needs a good season. Uh, it needs a captivating season. It needs one that we can get into. I'm hoping it's it. We're going to hold our breath um, for that because we we hope for it. But that is this week's episode. Next week, we're down to the final three of Michelle's season. It's Nate, it's Brandon, and it's Joe. Three people that are not shocking to us that are still around. Uh, it was fairly expected. But now it gets really interesting. Because I don't know if I could rank them. But if you had to, Ashley, what is your ranking of the person that you believe will win this thing and be with Michelle in the end? Do you know what's so weird? What? I have changed my ranking. <clears throat> Brandon is number one to me now. Okay. I feel like he, she's most in awe with him. Yeah. And I think he's most in awe with her. That'd be nice. And then I think Nate is second and then Joe is third. And I thought that based on last week, Joe may have been more like second. What about you? I would go, I'd still go Joe. Then I'd go Brandon and I would go Nate. Uh, I thought Nate's wait, hometown. Wait, 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 wait. So what's the rank? Brandon, then Brandon Joe. Brandon number one? Or, sorry, Joe, number one. Num- okay, really? So my number three and your number one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just feel like there's something really strong there. I don't know okay. if it's like perfected and that we can, I just feel like there's something really strong there. And I think they both want each other, which I think helps. I don't get that feeling as much for the other guys. So then Brandon, number two and Nate, number three. So it's Joe, Brandon, Nate for me. Okay. We'll see how it goes. And like I told the audience last week, we are unspoiled and it is fun to be unspoiled. I haven't been spoiled in a long time. Exactly. This is a couple seasons in a row now, and it's really nice. It is fun. Well, uh, all right. Let's take a break. When we come back. We'll have Bachelor headlines, and there are a lot of them this week. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) 
(laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. (laughs) Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. First headline of this week with our resident expert, Ashley I. Canetti. Blake Moynes gives super honest answer about whether he'd be The Bachelor. This according to Us Weekly. I don't believe his answer for a smidget. (laughs) 
When asked about being The Bachelor, he said no. (laughs) He said, I am in no way prepared to go through meeting 30 women, especially after all of that. Referring to what he has just been through with Katie. He goes, my ego is hurt right now. I feel like an idiot with how things played out. When you're so sure about something and you feel like you found your rock and all of a sudden to be able to turn that rock and try to find another one within a time frame that we have on The Bachelorette. No. He also, a source also tells Us Weekly that he was blindsided to find out that Katie had already moved on to another relationship, which we will talk about in a minute with this guy, John. Mm. Uh, John Hersey. Now, wh- uh, okay, so we're getting a little detail now. This this interview, when Blake said no, he would not be um, The Bachelor, was recorded or at least released on November 24th. So this was obviously once Katie had kind of put the stuff with John out there. It's making me feel like, especially reading these quotes from Blake, that he he was the one broken up with. Do you feel like this was a mutual breakup now? Because I think, like, if you were to ask me in October, I was like, yeah, sure. But now, I mean, there's so much speculation as to what's going on. There were pictures of Blake and Katie in the back of an airplane, a little prop plane, Mm -hmm. that John was flying with another girl. Like, they were on a double date together. And then all of a sudden... Things switch. Yeah. I'm not accusing Katie at all of cheating, and we do have a headline about this in a little bit. That's where I'm going to jump to is right now. This this goes into this next headline. Blake Moyne's mom is out here liking Instagram comments about Katie Thurston's alleged deception. This according to Cosmo. So... This is the headline that Blake Moyne's mom is liking Instagram comments about Katie Thurston's alleged deception. First off, I'm not a fan of that. Like, that's not okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that is the headline, and it is happening. Okay, so this is one of the, the comments that she liked. Nah, this is terrible on Katie's part. I truly feel sorry for Blake in any relationship you Put a sense of trust in one another, especially in long distance relationships. There's no denying the dishonesty and deception for months upon months. And I think this fan is saying this because Katie was so open about her friendship with John and how much she was hanging out with him. Um, They also both unfollowed each other. Again, sources saying that Blake felt um, blindsided. Um, Yeah, so I the deception part is probably that Katie had a relationship with John that was like deeper and less friendly perhaps, or was evolving into something that was less friendly while being with Blake because the timeline between the announcement of their breakup and the announcement of this relationship was so short. And Hey, we've talked about it before, Ashley, how soon is too soon to move on? There's no good answer to that. There is no good answer to that. I, I I would say what is like, you know, usually happens is a few months, a few weeks, whatever. But at the same time, if this John guy and Katie end up in love and get married, then like, yeah, unfortunate for Blake. But is it wrong? As long as there wasn't cheating going on. In my point of view. Yeah. No, it's. 
it would be okay. As long as there wasn't cheating. Cheating then? As long, yeah, as long as there wasn't cheating. As long as they were actually truly strictly friends until until that breakup, that breakup happened. And yeah. that could be 1,000% possible. It could be. Well, it's a messy situation. Obviously, Bachelor Nation breakups are never fun. Uh, and Katie, you know, has kind of uh, been all over the place uh, with this whole thing and then posting uh, about with the Taylor Swift stuff. So the Taylor Swift stuff. Should I break that down a little bit? Yeah, go ahead, because it brings attention to kind of her strategy as this breakups happened. I it d- definitely didn't go with, you know, when I had my breakup, the strategy was I'm going to stay quiet. We're both going to stay quiet. Right. Um, you know, she moved on fast um, or fast. I guess she moved on faster than I did. And that hurts, but I, you know, you, you can't be mad about it. Like it just happens. Like you find somebody else and you try your best to move on, but we stayed quiet uh, because yeah. we thought that was the, like the best thing. Katie that hasn't gone with that strategy. Good, bad, or indifferent. So Katie did this thing that we did talk about last week, but I didn't have a great grasp on it because she wasn't saving these stories to her like bio, if you know what I mean. Like, so once they were done, they were done. So I didn't see them all in consecutive order, but now I have. (laughs) So she has this thing called 12 Days of Messy. And uh, she basically used a different song from Taylor Swift's Red album to in a way, dedicate to different guys, most of them public exes. I think they might all be public exes. So the first day was day one. It was Blake, and the song was We Are Never Getting Back Together. Okay? That's pretty blatantly obvious what she was trying to say there. Feels then, heavy. Feels hard. <laughs> yeah, that is. that sounds harsh, as if, like, he did something wrong. Right? And maybe he or, did. We don't know. But yeah, it yeah. definitely feels that way. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel, like, kind. Yeah, okay. So then number two is Andrew. She's referring to Andrew from her season. And the song is Run. And the, I basically, I, I don't, I'm not, this is a new one, so I'm not exactly sure lyrically what it what it is. But I do believe that's, like, if you were to, like, call me back right now, like, I would go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. We can do this all over again. And then she posted a picture along with it with the note that she gave to Andrew saying, if you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Mm. Oh, that was what Andrew gave to her on his Which on time out. Doesn't that feel weird considering she's at this point? With somebody a- else? Yeah. Okay. I'm just that wondering. That is weird. All right. I'm just wondering. <laughs> okay. Day number three uh, is girl at home. And that is dedicated to Aaron and James. Girl at Home is the song. I know you have Girl at Home, basically. It's about, like, I'm not going to date you because I know you have a girl at home. Um, maybe we shouldn't go through all of them because it take, can take a minute. But this is notable because it's Thomas. And Thomas is pretty relevant right now. She uses the song, I Knew You Were Trouble, you know. I knew you were trouble when you walked in to, to Thomas. Sh- Mikey, holy ground, which makes sense because he was um, the virgin. Then we have Brandon, she refers to. And Michael A, she she uses I Almost Do. And that is a song about, like, if the guy reaches out to you. So in the song, the guy reaches out to Taylor and... Taylor talks about how hard it is 
for her to like not respond because she knows that if she were to respond, that it would just like the cycle would happen again. Mm. So also kind of interesting. So maybe Michael has reached out to Katie. Maybe. But also here to close this one up. Was there any about John? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you're like, okay, Ashley, shut up. So yes, the one about John is Begin Again, which is the song on the album about like never thinking that I was going to get over the last guy. But then I showed up at a coffee shop and I had a cute date and and you were so pleasant. I never would have thought that I would want to begin again. But you make me want to. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, a lot going on over there in the Katie Thurston, Blake Moines, Taylor Swift world. Uh, obviously, a lot of opinions being had, but that's what we know right now. Now, on to a next relationship, one that is in really good spirits and a really good place. But an interesting headline coming from the Ben Higgins and Jessica Higgins wedding. Bachelor Nation's Dean Ungler told Kaylin she should propose to him. This according to E. Yeah, heard about this this week. <laughs> um, so so what, what happened here? Um this conversation happened at your wedding? Yeah, conversation <laughs> happened at my wedding. Okay, so Derek Pay's fiance was talking to Kaylin and um she said, "Are they married since you know, she asked Derek like, are they married because he's wearing a ring?" And then he said, "As far as the government's concerned, no." But as far as our hearts concerned, yes, that's what Dean said. And then Kaylin leaned over and said, "We'll be we'll be engaged by 2022. Trust me." Hmm. Then Dean goes, "I don't know if she's speaking for me or if she's saying that because she's going to propose to me." <laughs> he says, "I've made it pretty clear to her. I was like, if you really want to get married, you should be the one proposing to me." So I think she's got something in the works for that. <laughs> My goodness. Well, couldn't think of it happening in any other way. Um, <laughs> Seriously. Oh, come on. Don't put Kaylin in that situation, Dean. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully she's confident that he would say yes. Um, I think he would. Yeah. He's just going to be that guy. My one of my best friends, she joked for uh she joked one night. She was like, "One day I'm going to propose to you." And she he made her keep that promise, and she did. Well, there you go. Hey. New times, new things, why not? Um, but come on, Dean, if Kaylin wants you to propose to her, if that's her desire, then go for it. That's my opinion. Like if if she's saying, I want to propose to you, great, whatever. But if she's asking, like, saying, Dean, come on, please, then yeah. give it. Come on, Dean. I know. Um, well, next headline is this. Colton Underwood wants to find himself in coming out Colton trailer. The quote Did you is, watch it? I, I watched the trailer. Yeah, it's a good trailer. Mm -hmm. um, the quote is, I didn't want to be gay. This according to Us Weekly. So you definitely get the vibe through watching the trailer that we're going to have a lot of things uh, addressed. One, his just his hesitance his his just wanting to literally, he said like he would, 
he just thought at one point he would die with this secret. We are going to talk about being like a football player who's gay. We're going to talk about coming out to his dad, which he was so, so nervous about. And he does it on camera on this show. And we're also going to address Cassie a lot. He talks about how he totally screwed her, like screwed her over. Mm -hmm. um, And he just treated her so poorly. He treated her poorly. Um, We talk about the restraining. They're going to talk about the restraining order in this show. And... It's going to be a lot, but um, it looks very intriguing to me. It does. Um, it does look very intriguing to me. Yeah, it, it looks well done. Yeah. If I, if I, yeah. I, uh, you know, there's, uh, I, I hope it's going to help many. Um, I hope Colton's good, but uh, I haven't talked to Colton in years. Um, yeah. So I have no clue, but it does look intriguing. Final headline of today is one kind of writing off of our comments earlier. It says John Hersey went on record denying Katie Thurston cheated on Blake Moynes. This is according to Cosmo. So at this point, we do believe from everything we hear and know that there was no cheating going on. Okay, so there's two parts to this. Blake is on was on the Talking It Out podcast where he starts saying that, you know, you think about timelines, it's kind of suspicious. I know they spent a lot of time together and stuff, but there's no way I didn't have, I never had an inkling that they would like get together. He also said, I'm a secure guy. I'm a confident guy. And I give my trust out 100%, especially to the person I should be trusting the most. I really don't think there was any physical cheating there, but there's definitely clearly um, emotional for it to translate as quickly as possible or as quickly as it did. And Blake is obviously not the only one questioning this, this timeline, this super quick timeline. So because there's so many fans out there doing so on Friday, John revealed that he had a lot of thoughts on the subject, and he wrote about these thoughts on Reddit. Mm. Why John, there? Why would you go there? Come on, the almost famous <laughs> podcast, John. What? Okay, he goes. This is where he posted a lengthy open letter denying any and all rumors of wrongdoing or infidelity. Katie and I developed an incredible and deep friendship over the last half a year or so. The circumstances by which this friendship formed was a series of crazy random and coincidental events that I'm sure you'll hear all about at a later point. My point for now is that they were always platonic. Um... He says that he and Katie hadn't even had a romantic connection when he was actively vying for her love on the she on the season because he was on her season and stating very directly that they hadn't cheated and there was no wrongdoing prior to the end of her engagement. Uh, he also went on to address that fast and messy timeline, which he admitted that he and Katie knew didn't make for good optics. He said, I urge you to put yourself in our shoes. Once Katie and I realized there was a romantic connection that we were interested in exploring, we were not starting from scratch. We were building off of the foundation of a close friendship, which f- through which we had already gotten to know each other so well. The speed at which I fell for this incredible, nurturing, caring, genuinely caring human was honestly terrifying. I was scared, but 
every step felt so right. Wow. But Reddit, what an interesting choice. What an interesting <laughs> choice. Well, to close out uh, today's episode, we want to give a big congratulations to Astrid and Kevin. Um, they have revealed the baby's name for the first time. Uh, they clapped back at critics, so they didn't reveal it right away. But August William Went, um, they're going to call him um, Augie, uh, was born 11 2021, seven and a half pounds. Congratulations to both of them on announcing the name. Also, um, congratulations to having their little boy, August yeah. William Went. Well, he's so cute. He's so, so cute. cute. Well, that's all we have for today. What a great episode. Thanks for uh, tuning in. But with that, I'm back, and I've been Ben. Yay, and I am here still, and I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety— They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. 
all on the Silver Unlimited plan, not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 